the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. Straight up on the Central Coast. It is Wednesday, February 21st, 2024. I'm Dave Congleton, welcoming you to another edition of Hometown Radio, the Wednesday edition to be precise. Thanks for hanging out with us. Craig and I are here with you all the way till 7 o'clock, a little bit of everything, which means at 4.05 today, our friends from the Festival Mosaic will be here. They have uh, some big concerts coming up and they're unveiling their series for the summer. Heather Moreno has been the mayor of Atascadero for the last few years at 505. She makes a case as to why she should be the county supervisor to replace Debbie Arnold. Mike Burrell at 605 takes us to Poland of the 1980s. It is the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. First up, well, 2024 is a political year. We've talked a lot about President Biden. We've talked a lot about former President Trump. Our friend Joseph has come all the way up from Oceano because he's not going to vote for either of these candidates. Instead, his money is on the Peace and Freedom Party and their candidate, Cornell West. Here's Joseph. Joseph, how are you? Good, good. Thank you, Dave, for having me on. Uh, thanks for coming up. Thanks for offering the perspective. Let's be clear, though. You voted for Biden in 2020. Uh, yes. So the last um, presidential run, I did vote for Biden, uh, mostly... Uh, so we, so I wouldn't give, I guess, Trump a vote or try to beat Trump out of, out of office, which did happen. So four years later, why don't you just use the same strategy and vote for Biden again to keep Trump from coming back? So I think a lot of, um, policies and things that Biden said he was going to do and, and, um, he, he just didn't follow through on him and. The last four years of him watching him sadly get older uh, just made me lose faith in him and the Democratic Party as a whole um, based on my beliefs and my perspective on how things are going in this country and uh, and abroad because we're supposedly the pillar of democracy in the world, and I think we should try to act like it more. For people who don't know you, uh, we remind them that for this show, you're relatively young, you're under 35. Uh, there are many young people who currently are saying that even though they voted for Biden in the past, they won't vote for him again. So it's not just you. Yeah, and it's 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 a lot, it's a lot of us. Uh, I'm, I'm 34, and people around my age, and a lot, and people younger, uh, friends and family that I talk to are not voting for Biden. And if anything, I have a few friends my age who are already saying that they're going to vote for Trump. But you're going to vote for Cornell West. Uh, yeah. So I 
just yesterday was the last day, sadly, to um, change your party to here. Uh, Cornell West is running as an independent, and he's trying to get as much votes as he can in the primaries in each state. So here in California, he's gone with the Peace and Freedom Party to be able to get on the primary, which will be March 5th. So here uh, in California, I'm going to be voting for him on March 5th. So I'll just back up a second. Your friends who are rushing to Trump. Why are they rushing to Trump? What's the appeal? Um, so my friends, some of my friends that, you know, they're my friends. I respect their decision and their perspective, but I believe they're running to Trump because of the idea of, uh, his, his business, uh, experience and, and they just like having a non, um, career politician in the office. They think. I think they're wrong, but they think that he's he's the right guy for the job because he doesn't have any political baggage. Baggage, but really, okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> good to know. I'm just asking the question, sir. Let's remind our people about Cornell West. How so, do you describe him? Um, he's uh, intellectual. Uh, first of all, he's has a PhD. He's he's I've I've first heard of him on Democracy Now uh, speaking. He's a philosopher. He's written many books. I just think he's a really smart guy and and morally what he says and what he believes in aligns with what I believe in. Um he he's a professor, he has podcasts, he's done he's done a lot of things and he he talks to not just the people that are that agree with him, he goes on Fox. He talks to talks to anybody who's willing to to engage with him, which is which I like. Which he's a professor. He's an African American activist. Uh, yes, he's author, a, author, activist, uh, philosopher. I mean, so what quality? I mean, I have nothing against the man. He's obviously very intelligent, very articulate. But what exactly, in your mind, Joseph, qualifies him to be president of the United States? I mean, Jimmy Carter was smart. Jimmy Carter is probably one of the more intelligent people to ever occupy the White House, but he wasn't the best president. Yeah, so not just his intelligence. I think his, for me, more than anything, is his moral compass and, and his idea of his idea that here in this country, we, we, we speak of democracy. And what I see and what I agree with him, what he sees is more of a imperial kind of authoritarian. I mean, we, we, we speak of democracy here and freedom, but I, I just don't see it. I, I don't feel it. And um, a lot of people who are who are with Cornell have faith in him to to be a leader. Like, I think leaders it's it's tough to to make yourself into a leader in in cornell i see him just already as kind of a natural born leader what would you point to what's he done that showcases his leadership skills he's I mean, a professor he's an author right activist but what has he done right and he's he's a he's a christian so he's in the church a lot and speaking engaging with people a lot and i think that his 
his ability to reach across the aisle and talk to other people, not just black people, not just left wing people are is, is a skill that that would go a long way, not just here in the United States, but also across across the world. But do you acknowledge the fact that the odds are against you, Joseph, that it's far, far likely that Professor West is not going to be president? Thus, the argument becomes, aren't you just wasting a vote? Yeah, I mean, we supposedly we live in a democracy, right? So a democracy is freedom of choice yep. to to picking one, you know, two candidates to me is not freedom and is not really a choice. If If I don't. If these two candidates, Biden or Trump, don't align with me and my beliefs, I just don't want to vote for them. And I mean, this is America. I have a freedom of choice. So if I see a candidate that aligns with my moral beliefs, then that's that's the, the choice that I would like to make. But what if, take that a step further then, please. What if executing that vote, if enough of you do that, that it throws the election to Trump? someone whose morals you apparently vehemently oppose aren't you and just making things worse instead of having biden who you're disappointed in you end up with trump who you're opposed to right so yeah in the short term it could be worse right in the next four years it could be worse what his policies or what he does could be worse but i think in the long term we could uh we could make that known the percentage. I feel that the more people are always looking to third party candidates, the green party, um, independent votes are big. Uh, the both democratic party and the Republican party seem to be really trying to get that independent vote because it's a small percentage, but like you said, it could sway one way or another. And if Trump wins, he, it's just going to be for the next four years. And maybe perhaps, perhaps, and <laughs> and and if and if we see and if the Democratic Party sees that, if they see that, hey, you know, that we're not choosing our, the right candidates for our party because we lost to Trump again, then maybe they might be more open to to other candidates. So it sounds like, at least in part, Joseph, you and others are trying to send a message to the Democratic Party. You're willing to risk having Trump elected in order to get the Democratic Party to listen to you and field different candidates. Yeah, Is yeah. Is that fair? That, that's, that's a point. That, okay. That's one point. But also another point I want to make, it's my, it's my vote, it's my voice. Uh, what, what Biden's doing, there's some things that I, I agree on that he's doing, but there's a lot of things that I don't agree, agree upon. And, and I don't. I just don't want any part of it anymore. I don't want to say I voted for that guy in if he's doing things that I just morally don't agree with. I'll let you make that case. Joseph has come up from Oceana to urge people to vote third party in the November presidential election. His candidate is the author activist Cornell West. A lot more to cover. Your phone calls and text messages still to come. I'm Dave Congleton on AM nine twenty FM ninety six five News Talk KVEC.
All right, Joseph is with us from Oceano. He voted for Biden in 2020. He's not going to vote for him again. He's very disappointed in the president, but he doesn't like Trump. What does that leave? He's going to go with author, activist Cornell West on the Stolberg line. I find it unfortunate that young people today don't care enough about this country to make their vote actually count during an election as important as this one will be. In other words, this guy, woman, is kind of echoing me, Joseph, not understanding why you're willing to throw away your vote. Sounds like principle is more important to you. Um, Yeah, that's, like I said, that's one point is it's my principle, it's my choice, it's my vote. I shouldn't be forced um, to vote Biden just because I don't want Trump. I don't want either one of them. And it's it's that thing, the lesser of two evils. I just don't I just don't like that. And which and, is but which is my position. Yeah, and, and I, I, I think, admit I've been here last week. Biden's too old. I'd rather that he didn't run. But if you give me a choice between Biden and Trump, I'm going to go with Biden. Right, and I mean you're in all your life and in my life that choosing of lesser evils isn't good enough. And if this is if we're America, the most democratic place on earth then we should act like it. We should step up and say, instead of choosing two, choose somebody who I really would like to have in there. So you don't, like the two, you don't like the two-party system. Right, right. Explain. And so that's, that's one of the big points for me to choose a third party is just the two-party system is, is corrupt. The, the rich have their hands in, in both parties. Um, I have here... A, a Pew survey in 2022 that only 32% of Americans believe that the two parties adequately align with their views. So you talk to anybody on the street, most people have lost faith in, pol- in politicians because the rich, the corporations, have corrupted those two parties to where they only see money and and not only just money it's it's just about winning it's not even about um about the policies and about us working class folks it's it's about oh forget that guy is bad vote me in and once they're in all they do is enrich themselves and i believe that both republicans and democrats could agree on that I think I, I do agree, Joseph, that it's harder to tell big uh, Democratic politics and big Republican politics because I think it is too much about the money. But having said that, assuming any of these third party candidates were to be elected, how would they avoid falling into the same trap? Why wouldn't Cornell, Mort- Cornell West give in to these same temptations? And I think it's uh, it's the strength of character that draws me to him his 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 he's religious i i don't i, I so was, was jimmy carter <laughs> so, so was I mean, george bush right i mean they they say that right they say that but cornell west is 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 more than just saying it he's he's he go he's i believe and from what i see he truly is a religious man he's has love in his heart and you just listen to him, listen to the guy for 15 minutes, and you could tell that he's a genuine, honest person. Well, let's try this. I got a couple minutes before the news break. Give me an issue that uh, Cornell West has taken a position on and explain to us why his is the superior position. 
What would you point to? Well, the biggest thing is what's happening over in Palestine-Israel conflict. Um, Cornell West is saying that we need a ceasefire, which I think a lot of Americans want, rather than just beating around the bush like Biden and his uh, press people do, trying to justify the killing of women and children. I feel that like your guest yesterday, uh, Tom Fo- Tom Folks. Tom Folks. Yeah, he he di- he wanted to not answer the question, which I think is respectfully kind of ignorant and dumb because it's it's people that that issue is going to be, I believe, is going to be the biggest issue coming in this uh, this fall. So President West would call for a ceasefire. Yes, he would call for an immediate ceasefire. He would he he would do if. What's his attitude towards Israel? So the state of Israel, their their military, he he's a he's a religious man. He believes in love. He knows that there's a lot of Jewish people, like all of us, who have love in our heart and that are genuine, and that we don't want to be sending money to be killing women and children. His position is he, he's going to work with them, I believe, but he he's not going to be giving them more bombs and guns if they're not going after so, the so-called bad guys in a in a moral way in the best way possible because does he want to cut aid to israel uh yeah he does okay he does want to cut aid and i mean he's he wants to do a lot of things he, wa- he wants to disband the uh nato i mean he he's he's he is a leftist right he is he does lean left so that's a big part so he wants to get rid of all our military alliances, cut funding to Israel, ceasefire in right. Palestine. Right, right. Here, let me look. I have a list here. I've got one minute before the news break. Joseph came up from Oceano to make the case for a third-party presidential candidate. His choice is Cornell West. You have the list? So, yeah. So here on his uh, website, uh, Cornell West 2024, uh, his his uh, platform under global justice. He wants to dismantle the U.S. empire, slash bloated U.S. military budget, disband NATO. Um, those are the top three there, and that's a big thing. Why I support him is I think we we have so much issues here that could be solved with all the money that we're sending to. For military, for guns, to kill, and honestly to terrorize the world, we could be using that money here to help the folks, to help the folks that need it here. The veterans on the streets, the the people, the homeless people on the streets, and the potholes on the roads. I mean, we're sending billions of dollars for bombs to to what? To flex our muscles to show where where the where the beacon of freedom and democracy by killing and bombing it just it's hypocrisy it's joseph from oceano making the case as to why we should vote third party in the next presidential election specifically for cornell west we have news traffic and weather more conversation your phone calls and text messages samantha from oceano is already texting in we'll be back this is hometown radio
tomorrow, it turns out the sheriff of Riverside County is in town. So he's going to come by the studio and say hi. We're going to chat. On uh, Friday, Dr. Armstead marks the second anniversary of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Former State Assemblyman Jordan Cunningham joins us on Tuesday. We're busy. Right now, we are continuing our conversation with Joseph from Oceano, who is uh, 34 years old, has voted for Biden last time around, but now he's not going to vote for Biden. He's not going to vote for Trump. He wants people to consider voting third party for president. And he's going to vote for author activist Cornell West of the Peace and Freedom Party. On the Stolberg text line, Samantha checks in. Hey, Samantha. As a member of the younger generation, there's a strong need to move beyond binary thinking, black and white. It's crucial that we foster innovation, a goal I believe artists, business professionals, creatives, etc. everyone can support. The two-party system inherently restricts voter options, leading to ambiguities of what should be clear choices. Um, it's time we pivot towards developing fresh perspectives, ideology, and political reforms. What do you say to that? Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. The I don't believe two choices is democracy or freedom. We, we've been used to it for so long that we think those are the only choices and we think big change can't happen, but big change does happen. Going back, Abraham Lincoln, uh, looking back, he, he was, uh, back then Republicans w- weren't a huge party. And now it's the, you know, one of the two biggest parties. Yeah. But there. in the process, we lost the Whigs. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if we lose Republicans this time around, I I won't miss them at least. (laughs) 805, yes. But again, if Biden loses, look what happened in, there are people who believe in 2000 that Nader and his third party candidacy flew uh, through Florida to Bush, cost Gore the election. Right. And then we had Iraq. Right. You don't care with that? No. All right. Eight zero five five four three eight eight the three zero eight hundred five four nine five eight three two. Joseph wants more choices. Alan's in San Luis. Hey, Alan. Hey, Dave. Hey, Joseph. Hey. Hello. Good discussion. Now, it's nice to have more than two choices. I agree. Several problems here. One is with the size of our country now, the population, and mass media. Getting elected is very expensive, no matter what party you're in. True. And that's. One of the reasons the small, small parties can't get anywhere, the um, issue there also is, you know, maybe if several small parties, and this would be amazing, could actually agree enough to join and form one larger third party, they might be able to raise enough money to do something. But until they do, they're just the little ones are just going to chip away and get nowhere. Hold on to that thought, Alan. What about that, Joseph, bringing together all these third parties? Right. So Cornell West was trying to uh, uh, start his candidacy with the People's Party. Uh, There was some drama within there with one of the leaders of that. Then he jumped over to the Green Party. And then some of the leaders in there were kind of wanting to choose their candidate and not Cornell West. And that's when he he's actually running as an independent here in California. He's the freedom, freedom and peace party. Why not Robert Kennedy? Um, I mean, his name is great, right? For everybody knows him. And there's some things that I do agree. I do agree with him. 
but there's some things like like what I think is that what's happening in the Middle East is going to be, if not the biggest, one of the biggest, one of the biggest points and topics coming into the, coming into the fall that voters are going to that's going to be on on voters' minds. All right. What else, Alan? Yeah, and the other thing, as far as Cornell West is concerned. It's good to have a person of integrity, but that integrity has to be tested on the large scale until he's facing off and with temptations from large amounts of money and all that. We really won't see the integrity until it's tested. I agree with Alan. What about that, Joseph? Yeah, and I mean, he, we have it. He hasn't uh, been in that position yet, but I'm open to giving him a shot. I, Do we really want on-the-job on training in the White House? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at Trump, and he's running again. People like him. And you don't want him, though. I don't want him. All right, Alan, thank you. We go to Annie in Pismo. Hey, Annie. Hi there. Hi. Uh, uh, Joseph, I've heard you speak a number of times before, and often I think you have good things to say, but I am so shocked by the, <laughs> what seems to me a, a real naivete. Trying to change the system by a third party is not novel. It's been going on for decades, if not centuries. Uh, so it's nothing new. It's not like you're taking a new position. Um, but Dave made a comment about Nader and uh, Gore, and that when Gore actually won, though, Dave, when the, in the uh, uh, lawsuit, but that he didn't want to fight it. But anyway, um, it's just... You, you speak, and I think you'd probably be shocked to hear me say this, but you speak as one with male privilege because you don't appear in a cavalier kind of way who's president. You haven't lost your right to choose. You haven't lost the right to seek asylum in this country. You haven't, you don't have to worry, or your grandparents, let's say, whoever's grandparents, of choosing between being able to buy their insulin at a price, the price it was before when it was capped by Biden at $35. Just today, right before uh, the, the break, the news just talked about, um, there are going to be so many, I think, millions of students. I don't remember the number. It might be large thousands that are going to find out today that their loans are paid off. This is another set of billions of dollars. You think I'm, I'm, what Biden is doing, though, in the Middle East, to me, is also abhorrent. However, however, you don't know, I don't know what would happen otherwise, which we, I want to happen, the ceasefire should happen, and I'm with you on that all the way. But it's not just that. It's a lot of other stuff going on, and we don't know the insides of things. Hang on a second, Annie. Let's give Joseph a chance to respond. She's like, you haven't walked in the shoes of these other people. I mean, and they haven't walked in my shoes. Or, um, that's why I'm here trying to give my perspective on it. I know that each candidate, there's no perfect can candidate. There's not going to be a perfect president. We're going to have pros and cons of every candidate, every person running. It's just a balance of of how much bad, how much baggage or bad choices do I want to go with compared to good choices. And that topic of the Middle East is a big one. And I understand the I understand the whole medical thing, uh, not getting your prescriptions at a fair price. But if you really think about it, the Democratic Party or the Republican Party, they're always just trying to get more profits, more money from the people. And it's it's I don't know. I don't know. It's I don't know if that's 
that argument is saying, okay. You don't think it was a good thing what Biden did? I, th- I, I think it was a good thing. Okay. Right? But is it, that's just one thing. All right. Annie, what else do you want to say? Well, I, I mean, I, I like a good argument, but there's not one coming here, so I don't have any more to say. All right. Thank you. Annie, thanks for the call. 805-543-8830. Joseph is with us, arguing we need more than two political candidates running for president. He wants people to vote for Cornell West. We've got Jack in San Luis. Hi, Jack. Jack? Joe. Oh, who do I have? Uh, can- uh, Jack, you're breaking up. You're with me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, can you- kind of. One more time for Jack. Okay. I think. Jack, I got to let you go. Call back. We'll take a break. We're live. We're local. We're live. This is KVEC. All right, let's try Jack again. Jack, you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, hey, Jack, what's up? All right, well, you know, I think Joe's on the right track. Uh, He, uh, we can't get into a stalemate, a sphere of saying we don't want to go for any new ideas or anything too adventurous because um, we may not make it. It won't happen. People have to think who they want to vote for and then vote for that person, whoever it is. And then also, you know, when you get all the votes in, people look at the vote and they say, okay, 5 million people voted for this candidate or that candidate, whether he's in one of the two major parties or whether he's uh, there in uh, one of the third parties. And they say, gosh, look how many people voted for this third party candidate. We're going to have to swing this around. And because the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, they're businesses. They're not social agencies. They're, uh, they get contributions from some of the same people on both sides. And then they throw out a bunch of issues out there that they say they're going to do something about. But maybe they won't do anything. It's a grab bag of stuff, that problems that they always have from one election to the next. And they just pull them out as soon as they have an election and say, we're going to do this about this, and we're going to solve this about that. But then they end up uh, never doing anything. Uh, hold that thought, Jack. Joe? Sif? Yeah, I mean, so I I agree with this point where we think that big change is not possible because we're so used to the two-party system. And not only that these parties get money from corporations, they get a lot of government money, Democrats and Republicans, to do their runs of campaigns for politicians and it's doesn't help it doesn't help the working class folks republican or democrat so jack jack are you going to vote two part uh outside the two parties you're going to go with a third party candidate i'm independent so i'm going to see who's who's running at the very end and then that will be the person the person that i like that's the person that i will vote for yeah but jack you, uh, know, you know who the two candidates are going to be it's going to be trump versus biden unless one of them dies first well actually so you have uh one two three you got uh three democrats going and you got uh, third party people going kennedy and uh and uh cornell west and uh uh, so there's a lot of options out there. Right. And uh, there's a lot. But one thing I want to say is that basically with the two major parties, I'll tell you one thing that does unite them and uh, is the military. Is the, the military what? Military industrial complex. Now what about that, Joseph? Yeah, I mean, the, we need to stop. That's That's one of my biggest 
points. I have the number right here. We have $800 billion in military funding. How much should it be? Let me see. Look, China. Well, how much should it be? China spends 293. That's the second Billions. most. Yeah. It should be maybe around there, but I mean, I honestly think it should it should be way less. We shouldn't be freedom and democracy. But so how much is if, if it's 50 billion? Is that too much? I mean, less is better right. for me. Jack, thank you. We go to Eric on KVEC. Hi, Eric. Hi, guys. Hi. Uh, Joseph, I wouldn't worry about a few callers ago because realistically in California, there is only the Democratic Party when it comes to the presidential. It's not a two-party system in the presidential race because in California, you're not going to see a Republican take the state. So I think any way, whether you're further to the left or further to the right, to chip away at the Democrats one way or the other is a good thing. And to say it's a waste of a vote, they already have it hemmed up. And if more people don't start making different kinds of decisions, they'll always have it hemmed up. Yes, but circle back to Robert Kennedy, who's going to hurt Trump as much as he hurts Biden because he's anti-vaxxer. Right. I mean, be careful careful what you wish for, Eric. (laughs) No, I get it. I'm not saying I I mean, I would I'm not saying that. It's right or wrong, but I am saying there's not a two-party system when it comes to presidential elections in the state. And so it's not a waste of a vote to vote for somebody else because the Democrats are probably going to carry it. And if we don't chip away with that, whether it's further left or right, we're just going to continue to let them always carry the state. Joseph. Yeah, and I I thank you, uh, Eric, for that comment and perspective. And, yeah, it's my choice if this is – the nation of freedom then shouldn't i be free to choose who i want which who aligns with me and of course and the whole point of saying oh yeah you're if if uh because of you voting for a third party it's your fault that trump won that's what the democrats are trying to democratic sides are trying to tell me and independence independence but really (laughs) the the democrats made this bed they chose to run biden again at his age and all his that when they had other candidates, they could have ran. We're here in California. We have Gavin Newsom. Who I mean, could have run. Who, he could have run. He could have run. They could have got. Nobody else came forward. Eric, what else you want to say? No, I, I just respect you making your own choice and being your own man and uh, doing your thing because that's how it should be, and that's what our nation was founded on. I agree totally. Anything else you want to say, to Eric? No. All right. We'll take a short break and come back for a final segment with Joseph from Oceano, urging you to consider third-party candidates in November. If you want in on this conversation with Joseph and Oceano, we need to hear from you now, please. 805-543-8830 or 800-549-5832 as he makes the case for a third-party candidate on the Stolberg text line. Um... This paternalistic rebuttal from Annie in Pismo underestimates the capacity of voters to make informed decisions. Simplifying the political landscape to two choices does not respect the electorals, electorate's intelligence, which echoes Jim Crow era laws. Yeah, but no, nothing is keeping anybody. I, I, I see the point of the texture, but n- nothing is keeping people from running for president today. There, there, I believe there are like 100 people running for president right now, Joseph. It's a free country. 
Yeah, uh, it's a free country, but with when you have big money and the government themselves giving money to the two parties, it just doesn't, it's not fair. Craig, what are you saying? America is a two-team country. Everything we do, it's them versus us, North versus South, Yankees versus Red Sox, Lakers versus Celtics. In this country, that's how we look at things as a A or B choice. That's all we can handle. Yeah, and when you go to other countries, it's a lot different, but that's the system that they use. But that's a system that not only is our political system, but it's ingrained in almost everything that we do. It's A or B, and those are the choices that we're given in life. You either do it or you don't. You take it or you don't. You win or you lose. That's it. And so that's almost like an ingrained American uh, ideal. So that's why I think we just default to one versus the other. You yourself gave the example of when the Republicans rose in prominence. It was at the expense of the Whigs because we couldn't handle three parties. Right. And it's it's a mindset that I think the founding fathers wouldn't agree on with with you or me on some things. They knew that just having two parties or one majority speak for everybody is going to be cause corruption, mistrust, and that's at the point we're at, I think, you know. Give me another example of Cornell West besides Gaza. Here, where he's superior to Trump or Biden. He he has his platform again. He's on cornellwest2024.com. Um let's see. I have the health he, his platform for health justice for one of the callers who is uh, concerned about uh, me- medical stuff. He wants to go beyond Medicare uh, for for true health justice for all. You On know? the uh, Stolberg line, oh, you upset somebody here. As a military veteran, I find it offensive that Joseph would say, oh, well, it's only for four years. How bad can it be? World War II took four years. I mean, yeah, what's happening over in the Middle East is they're killing so many people in such a short amount of time and i i i see that point of of wanting to choose the lesser evils to save some lives but we when we're cornered into just two choices i think maybe yeah in the in the short history that i've lived and that uh, we all lived here. We see we oh we only think we have two choices, but I believe big change can happen. And with more, with with more things that the two parties are doing that that they people don't like who used to support them, military or non-military, we see that that there's different choices out there. And it, and it, if enough of us say we don't want the two-party system. We can change. If this country is really based on freedom and democracy, then the two-party system could be changed and a third candidate could rise up. But for a third-party candidate to be successful, he or she would also need a political party, meaning they would need to control at least one house of Congress. Some miracle happens and you have a president, Cornell West. But if he doesn't have the votes in Congress, he's not getting anything done. This is going to be a stalemate. Yeah. And you think the Republicans and Democrats are going to let Cornell West get anything done? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, we don't know until. Well, I, th- I think we do know, Joseph. I mean, it's going to be tough. <laughs> it's going to be tough, right? 
but Cornell West, like he's he's gone on. He talks to the left. He talks to the right. Uh, he was on that guy Sean Hannity's show all the time, and so I believe that him being open to talk to both parties, it's even a better chance to pass things than rather just having Trump and all the Demo- whatever Trump says, the Democrats going to go against. Whatever Biden says, the Republicans are going to go uh, go against, and we're just at a stalemate and nothing gets done. John Anderson ran third party in 1980. I think probably the well, the two most famous ones, Teddy Roosevelt in 1912. He ended up splitting the party and allowed Woodrow Wilson to win. And then he had Ross Perot in 92. Some people say he threw the race to Clinton. I don't know. Yeah, and again, nothing, I see nothing good coming out of this, but this is my opinion. Yeah, again, we look, the Democratic Party made this bed. They chose their candidate, and they're going to have to sleep in it. And the Republicans, the same thing. The same thing. They're they choosing Trump, Trump right? and that's that's their guy. Me, my choice, no blood on my hands of ch- women or children or of our poor veterans and homeless folks. Unless you're a woman in the U.S. who wants to get an abortion. <sighs> yeah. Sandy in Los Osos concludes by saying on the Stolberg line, Joseph needs to educate himself on Trump's plan for the USA. I'm not sure what that means, but I think she wants you to study Trump more. Short final thought, Joseph. Nice job. Um, There's a saying of a famous right-winger, Pat Buchanan, which is, he says, what if I told you that the left wing and the right wing belong to the same bird? So I don't agree with his political ideas, but I do agree with that saying that we think it's a two-party system, but in reality, corporation, money, all that. That's what rules America right now. All right, Joseph. Speaking of money, we're going to go make some. Then we'll be back. Four o'clock hour starts now. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.